Mic check, mic check, mic check. Y'all should know what it is. And if you don't, it just happens to be your GBKA Watts. How would they know what it is, Watts? This I don't know. Just, o- just knowing my boys. Well, fuck it. This is the award winning Vigatron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Hi there. It's the award winning Vigatron. That's more on brand. There we go. Yeah, see? But see, this is the thing, though. Most likely, if they're hearing my voice and hearing your voice, it's because they saw a promotional something that led them to clicking a link somewhere that has led them to us, which is why they should know who it is. What it is, though, is the difference. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's true. I mean, I guess, you know. So we want to welcome you all out to this thing called Blurds and Clips, where we banging on all things pop culture, cuz. I mean, shit, it's only like multiverse three <laughs> yeah yeah we are we are officially i think we in the we in the tom holland spider-man <laughs> version three look man we look we've been through the trenches to get here to bring y'all this here casting of a pod all right and and god damn it we we was determined and we were vigilant and and he was vigatron and i was watts and, and now we here so you know what i'm saying don't complain they could just be happy that, that y'all get the pot. Be something. Be something. Be something. I'm going to need you to get all the way off of my back about this. <laughs> if, you know what? You know, you know, it would be great if you would be a, a regular listener and a subscriber and someone who supports what we do here because we are a couple of real niggas who really, really fucks with movies and TV, video games and nerd shit while also maintaining our real niggas. At the same time, that means nothing. I mean, we got to give them a reason to keep coming back to this shit. So, I mean, I guess we got to bring our A game to either be uh, funny, insightful, and all of that shit, and you know, and not be uh, guys out there spreading misinformation and not knowing what the fuck we're talking about, and you know, not knowing people's names, all that good shit. You won't find a lot of that here, but no, yeah. no, you won't find damn near any of that here because between the two of us, I feel like we have a pretty extensive wealth of knowledge when it comes to the matters at hand on one hand and then also with a with a mild generational gap between the two of us i feel like my knowledge extends pretty far back and then where it may lack yours is there so i feel like we can't really lose generational nigga i'm 12 years older hey well, that's that's enough i guess yeah <laughs> that's why that's why i said mild though you know what i'm saying i ain't say you was my grandfather or nothing nigga. <laughs> but at the same time nigga, shit go get me a switch <laughs> right hey shit nigga. i went and picked plenty of them hoes all right man so listen y'all blurs and clips man this is uh it's a play on words and if you don't get it it's okay you don't have to you know what i'm saying but we are black nerds blurs and we talk about these clips clips being movie clips tv clips video games will fall in we're gonna talk retro games we will talk current games yada 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 we know what we're talking about we have accolades yeah you're gonna listen anyway because i mean you know cancel us now but whatever yeah yeah clips is whatever we want to talk about (laughs) unless you want to come and i don't want to tell you to start your own podcast because you know a lot of y'all may actually do that shit and uh, And they'll be bad they'll be bad they're gonna suck my nigga i'm just letting you know now it's okay but but If you would like some assistance, you can come to the Pro 3 Entertainment crew and we can help you produce your own podcast. You could even potentially join the network. These are the things that we have going on. And yes, I said the network. You're hearing about this on episode one that we ain't fucking around essentially is what I'm getting at here. Yeah. So tell them a little bit about yourself and why the fuck should we listen to you? BKA Watts, 
Brooklyn Watts, <laughs> Brooklyn Burger King applicant Watts for the niggas who don't know. You know what I'm saying? So listen, if if you're not extremely familiar with myself, this is one of the first times you were hearing me speaking. As much of a real nigga as a nigga is, at the same time, I also do things like voice radio commercials for Channel 3 WKYC here in lovely Cleveland, Ohio. I also just happen to find myself randomly on a movie set for Judas and the Black Messiah, which you may or may not have heard of, you know what I'm saying? But your boy was there. Uh, I also am all over the place. I'm a show host. I do all sorts of things. And when it comes to the entertainment industry, I actually run Pro 3, the entertainment company. And of course, when it comes to movies, I've probably seen more than all of you. I probably own more than all of you. And, uh, you know, that is not slight by any means when I say that between my home and then my father's home, the collection between the two of us is over 6,000 DVDs strong. Not to mention blu-rays not to mention vhs's which are also part of the collection i go see everything and yes i am very much into punditry so to speak vig why should they listen to you well oh hi there i didn't see you there again it's the award-winning vigatron aka master thespian vig norris i got imdb credits nobody gives a shit um, out here you know used to be in uh Circle jerks and underrated pornos. These are these are <laughs> lies. These parts are lies. But except all that IMDP, everything I said above the the porn shit, factual. Oh no, IMDb credits. You say? <laughs> but then at the same time, you know, does anyone really care? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't care, you eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. <laughs> Oh, that was perfect. Having time, you know, having a fun time playing with the fucking sound bites that we uploaded here. So, yeah, Ward Vinny Vigatron, Ward's one for rapping. Yeah, nothing else in life. But then you got the award winning ass BKA Watts over here for hosting and, and just killing the point where he had to fucking retire because he got tired of taking all the plaques home. This nigga and, and his fucking thousand trades of shit that he does. Ah. Well. Fuck this nigga. I don't know why I'm even bothering to do a podcast with this nigga. Yeah. So much envy and hate in me right now. So, but that, Well, I had to because niggas was, it, it was, I was getting conspiracy theories. So niggas was like, man, they rigging so he can keep winning. And I was like, my nigga, I didn't even ask for this. <laughs> like, I just, I'm sorry. Well, true. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, just throwing the props out there. So I myself have been a uh, avid a film watcher since I was a child from the late 70s to current date also with a very extensive dvd and vhs collection all the things i've watched all of the studying that i've done of stand-up comedy no i do not do stand-up but i mean niggas is funny regardless yeah so all of these backgrounds and things and you know critically and otherwise you know i like bullshit just like a lot of y'all but i will also call y'all out on that bullshit that y'all like that it's just utter trash and not really knowing the difference but opinions are all relative so i mean i guess it is what it is but you know trust and believe i'm, I'm thinking we'll lay enough out there for y'all to believe that you know we the niggas that you should listen to anything. yeah for sure giving for you sure. a fresh perspective yeah shit. because we're gonna cuss keep it funky with y'all you know we both have the ability and we both have the vocabulary to speak eloquently but again we are real niggas at the end of the day so yeah some shit is trash you know of course uh, I'm, I'm a fan of john campia he would tell you like everybody should that all film is subjective but some shit is just trash fam and i don't really care what you think you allowed to like it but you wrong and and that's cool you know what i'm saying you are it's it's okay but some shit is trash if you thought movie 43 was good bro i just don't trust you at all 43 that's crazy because movie 43 was fucking horrendous it, it really wasn't but all right that's fine you eat a dick nigga with hugh jackman with the with the chin balls 
you got to take that. You got to take that skit by skit on a skit by skit basis. As, stu- as stupid as that shit was, I still got some laughs out of that particular skit. But there were plenty of other skits on there that actually were pretty fucking funny. I just think depending on what version you've seen, because I've seen the so-called theatrical version actually has common in it. And I also have a copy of the version that is uh, it's based on the kids looking on the Internet for movie 43. I don't know if you've seen that version, but there's two different versions, yeah. all the same skits, but it's how it's aligned is a little bit different. I found a lot of that shit funny. Also how it was advertised and promoted. Like it was, yeah. so that, that was what it is. It was going in with the expectation from what they tried to cut together for the trailer um, by advertising all these big, huge, you know what I'm saying? A-list names and shit, which, you know, was right. valid and smart of them to do. Cause it got people to flock to the theater not knowing what the hell they were getting into and then got in there. And I was like, this is some bullshit. Maybe I went into it with no expectations of just saying, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead. And I think I actually didn't even rent that shit. I actually bought it cause it was cheap. Oh, just to God. Watch it. Man, I love comedy. Fuck y'all. So anyway, <laughs> and, and so many, and so many of you out there listening, if you think it sucks too, it's like, yeah, I don't trust a lot of y'all opinions based on the shit that y'all like. <laughs> Tyler Perry. <clears throat> oh, so, I don't trust. So, well, listen, <laughs> not a damn one of you niggas. So, uh, I don't yeah. trust not a one of you. They be like, man, what? Man, he's emotion. Man, Winston Jerome's films is crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> All bullshit aside, can I please have some masks? So, um, <laughs> For the Boondocks fans who saw the, uh, you know, what I'm saying the the removed and banned episode, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, you can. Damn, is that shit on? I'm trying to think. Is it even on HBO Max? I don't know. I got the DVD. It so. low key can't. Well, at least that episode, the uh, and the two BET episodes probably are not. Those were the ones that got banned. No, the BET episodes are on there. Oh, that's because I watched them recently. Like pretty much since I got HBO Max, I immediately put because I know they had the there. Uncle Ruckus reality show. Yeah, it's definitely because <laughs> I've watched it recently and I haven't touched my DVDs in forever. HBO, so I know no I've fuck. seen it. Yeah, no, they don't give a fuck. It's it's established. So yeah, I would probably. I don't even know why the fuck I'm even questioning the shit. Like I can't even look it up on my phone. Like the fucking apps on my phone, and I could, you know, definitively tell. But nonetheless, okay, um, hold on, wait. HBO Max, worth it or not? Because I would say I it, would say yes, thinking about it. But I also know that there are mad restrictions to the catalog right now. It's a bunch of shit that that you know they just don't have there for whatever reason, contractual and, and otherwise. I know there's a lot of shit that's missing. Here is my perspective. Everything is relative. It's like when people ask you about any of the streaming services and they say, is it worth it? It depends on what you need or what you're looking for. For me, I went ahead and got that shit the day of only because of the fact that once I took kind of a browse through it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, so you got all of these Warner Brothers catalog stuff, especially with the DC stuff. So for, you know, blurs like us, that means I'm now getting access to all of the DC animated films that I was never able to you know, get to see because I'm not buying that bullshit DC app, things like that. You have all of that. Which stuff is gone there. now. Right. Plus all of the shows. So the other thing was, is that I love a lot of HBO original programming. And there was a lot of things I didn't get to finish, like Kirby Enthusiasm. I didn't get to finish Oz years ago. And then God forbid, if you were somebody that didn't get to see The Wire or The Sopranos and all that shit, it's just available for you. I never got to see Westworld. I started watching that. So from that perspective, yeah, from the original programming on top of, so many properties of things under the Warner Brothers banner, under the Time Warner banner that were either on Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, all of that shit to be able to have access to that. Very worth it to me. Definitely for me. Can't speak for anybody else. 
No, for sure. I mean, I, I I've considered it. But like, so like Verizon, I got Disney Plus for free. When I was, when I had T-Mobile X amount of years ago, they gave Netflix for free. And that still is running. I pay for Hulu. But yeah, like that's, that's actually the only service that I pay for. And the crazy shit is I only watch like, I browsed through Hulu for like an hour straight and couldn't find shit to watch. And like the few things that I do watch on there. I don't feel like it's even worth me paying the $12 a fucking month, but you know, whatever, but it's the only service I'm paying for at the moment. And I'm just like, how many of these services actually have enough content that are going to make it worth paying? Because I think if, if suddenly I had to pay for Disney plus or, or, or fucking Netflix, I don't know that I would want to keep it. Understood. So I guess since I don't pay for my Netflix, but I pay for all of the others, Hulu was worth it to me because of watching the network TV stuff that I didn't normally get to see since I don't have like regular TV. So you have that. And then at the time still with certain other series that were not on Netflix and just like they weren't on HBO max, a lot of that may be changing now to make it a little bit less worth it, but yeah, there was a lot of Adult Swim stuff that used to show up on Hulu that, you know, before things changed over, and now HBO has a bunch of that stuff. Again. Wait, do may, they have C-Lab 2021? That's definitely on HBO Max. Fuck. And I've I've seen all of those when they were real time, so I, yeah, I have same. no desire to really watch those as much, but that's my shit, yeah, though. everything was there. And uh, for official status to kind of go back to Boondocks, I just scanned through season two, and all 15 episodes are there, so... That, that's dope. That is not the case. Including so, the Winston Jerome episode? Well, no, no, that's, that's season three. I'm about to get to season oh, okay. three next. And I do believe it's there. Like I said, I've watched it recently. And no, I yeah, them niggas facts. really don't give a fuck. Because at the time, in real time, BET was up in fucking arms, and so was Tyler Perry. Episode seven, pause. Crazy. It's there. So, yeah, they don't give a fuck. All, now, it's 14 episodes in season three, so I'm feeling like maybe something else could be missing, but I don't remember... What could have been pulled other than that? But Winston Jerome is there. No, the, the only the only episodes that I ever remember getting pulled were were the pause and then, like I said, the two BT episodes. But that was fifteen total because they only showed thirteen when they aired. And when I bought the DVDs, that's when I finally got to see it's a uh, hunger strike ruckus is uh right ruckus reality, reality show, show. Yeah. yeah but yeah they're all on HBO yeah that's crazy I mean like I've, I've been considering grabbing HBO Max well actually the main thing I mean aside from all the HBO content because HBO arguably has some of the best original content out there period but the main thing is the fact that we're getting 17 releases from Warner Brothers on that bitch this year day and date with the theater it's like <sighs> It makes me want to cop it. Well, I mean, the pandemic's changed a lot of that. And and not to kind of, you know, retread on something, but I just thought about that. You talk about not trusting motherfuckers in HBO's original programming. Mind you, one of your moderators here on this podcast, and I don't know if this is still true to this day, hadn't even seen the fucking wire. I'm not Defend sure. Yourself. I'm not sure who that is, but. <laughs> Defend yourself. Man, Listen. I, I genuinely don't remember when The Wire was on TV. Yeah, I don't remember people talking about it for real. And then, like, when I did hear people talking about it, it I, nobody was like, hey, what, you ain't watching that? What? Man, hold on, dog. What you doing? Like, I wasn't, I don't know. Like, it just, it was not, it was not hitting in my, in my circles. I feel like I had to be a teenager. Maybe. Like, how long well, ago did that shit come well, out? Put it like this. So, when I was watching it, I think it ended somewhere around maybe 2009-ish, I feel like, maybe. 
Because, yeah, 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 because I was actually still paying for cable when it was still on. So it ended somewhere between 2007, 2009. It could have been a little bit earlier than that. But, yeah, I guess that would make a little bit more sense than if that were the case. You would have had to have been, like, late teens. I didn't even really get hip-hip until about season four or somewhere near the end of season three. I kind of jumped on then, and then I ended up actually buying all of the sets of DVDs to watch seasons one, two, and three in full, and I watched four and five ending it live. So I think it, it really didn't hit its stride of people really – really really you know tripping on it and so after it was pretty much at the end because like the last couple of seasons were definitely way more intense than anything else to where people were really really talking about it so i can understand you missing it but yeah so it ended in 08 and and i graduated 06 so yeah like it was it was ending and i was like elbow deep in in like college at the time and genuinely like i I don't even I feel like I was I feel like I was at the theater a lot, but I was mostly at the theater more so than watching TV at that time. Right. Well, yeah, like I said, I was still paying for cable, but it's not like we had a bunch of other options because I mean right. it wasn't what it was today at yeah, that yeah, time. No, no, this, Netflix this, was still sending out DVDs. Netflix was definitely <laughs> still sending out DVDs because we had the subscription to the house and we're getting random DVDs in the mail. Never did that, but at least know. we didn't have to ever like we didn't have to rewind them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that's true. We fun. definitely used to have a blockbuster, uh, the blockbuster card for show in yeah. the house, blockbuster and it was a Hollywood blockbuster video. like yeah. right by the house. And I remember when the blockbuster down the street from the house closed, I worked at the Radio Shack next door, so it was blockbuster and Radio Shack next to each other. And when the blockbuster was closing. All the DVDs went on sale. They tried to clear out the whole store. They sold the shelves, everything in that joint. So I went in there, and the last two weeks that they were there, the movie started out four for 20. They went five for 20 the following week, six for 20. And and they when they hit six for 20, I just went in that bitch and just, <laughs> I just bought <laughs> as much. I, I was getting absurd checks from Radio Shack at the time. So it was like payday, psh, run it. I'm next door with like $200, like, Load me up, baby. So I was just clearing that joint. So like my shelves down here for our set, I got so many joints that if you open them up, they got a blockbuster sticker on the inside of them bitches. Like it's nuts. So that used to be the move. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, going to blockbuster on the regular, especially during the like my early twenties, is when I remember it really popping off somewhere in the early nineties. Me kind of going on a regular, but from the time that I was a kid, back in the day, my mother first got a VCR back in like 85 and shit, and then that's when they started opening up. Yeah, you didn't exist yet, (laughs) young motherfucker. So when they started opening up little video stores, that's when everybody had the mom and pop shit, and she used to go to one that was down in downtown Arcade, you know, downtown Cleveland, and she would just get all kinds of random shit every weekend, and that's where I really got exposed to so many movies, and she didn't, I didn't have a filter like that. Like she would let me watch pretty much anything aside from it being, you know, fucking porn. But I mean, I would get to watch all these different films and all these whack ass eighties comedies, the teen sex comedy. So I saw all of the porkies movies and all of that shit. So you're going through a whole lifetime of just, you know, all this film enjoyment up to that point. And so, yeah, I still have so many VHSs of shit that I recorded off of cable and things like that. Just still floating around. Yeah, I actually got, I got like 
like them fucking like laundry totes. I got two of them joints full of VHSs yeah. on the other side of the basement right now. <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah, man, like the movie, the movie game, the force is strong over here when it comes to just the films. Like I, I keep trying to each year. Like I try to beat my record. Like I go back through at the end of the year and I'm like, how many movies did I watch? And then I'm trying to like watch more each year because I know I have time because I don't have a job. So like, there's not really much of an excuse for what they're going to not be like watching and keeping up with this content, especially since this is like, you know, I'm saying like a part of a part of, you know, our content creation and, and you know, part of the job. Low key. It's tough, though. Hopefully, hopefully this year we get a surplus of those movies that got pushed back from last year. And then that makes 2021 uh, a, a more jam packed year. So I actually really can like crack you know what i'm saying a, a, a high number of films uh, watched through the course of the year that's that's the idea right now well to be fair you know like they would say especially for all of the the indie filmmakers out there there's still a plethora of things out there that you can watch that are not even new and that say that you've seen this is true but you know it, you always have to fight that time between real life and you know the time that you have and the things that you're interested in seeing I mean, I've gotten to this point where a lot of times I only really watch a lot of shit that I just want to see versus me fighting the idea of like, oh, it's out. You should just see it just to be hip. It's like, yeah, I don't know that I care so much about a lot of that. But, yeah, with the idea of, you know, with COVID fucking everything up and just having all of that stuff being released through the course of this year. I mean, it's cool. I'm excited about it. I guess I can't expect it all to drop at once. But, you know, it is cool getting once per month of us having brand new shit that I'm getting to see like that so I mean I only gotta you know try to enjoy when you know Godzilla versus Kong drops and hell yeah you know so many I might actually go to the theater for that I was thinking about that but as far as to me you know (laughs) as far as we've been the theaters haven't even fucking existed to me since (laughs) the beginning of 2020 so I haven't even I haven't even been curious to even see listings that's how long it's been since I even considered there's bro it's like there's there's almost nothing out which is first of all like most of the shit that's out is like either indie or or extremely indie <laughs> like nigga like you got like the indie shit that you kind of hear like Sundance just happened so you know some of that is 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 making its way around but for the most part I'm not hearing about shit until I look at box office on like Sunday or Monday and then I'm seeing what's at the top and considering that China seems to have gotten a hold of COVID so well that they've that they've gotten their theaters back up and running to just about normal, their like the worldwide box office is almost all Chinese films. So like they over there killing shit, like and got people in the theaters. But but when we went to the theater yesterday, it was like uh, half of each half of each row was blocked off. Right. And they were done oppositely. Right. So left half of this front row is open. Right half, uh, left half of that of that next row is blocked off. So people were automatically distanced from each other. And, and the seats were at under half capacity. I think we were only allowed to have, we were only allowed to have 30 people. Yeah. I mean, I feel it. I've, I've been to Cedar Lee since, I forgot, that's the only time technically I've been in a theater. But we were just watching a, you know, a, a new rough cut of the movie that I star in Mr. Limbo. Yeah. That'll probably be coming to streaming hopefully sometime later this year, but we shall see. Do you got IMDb you know, credit for that? Yo, you know, you know I did. I got paid and everything. <laughs> oh, it's going. I'm saying, you know, I'm fucking award winning Vigatron. What did you think? But anyway. <laughs> I'm about to say SAG after. <laughs> <laughs> Man, not SAG yet. It, it's 
you know, not worth paying those dudes for a union and I don't get booked that much. As yeah, well. I feel you. But, but yeah, that's for I'm, now, though. Yeah, that's for now. But, I mean, I, I've seen it, you know, and that's the only time yet that I've been in a theater I've forgotten. That was still a couple of months ago, I think. When we went. It's like the beginning of uh, November. So, shit. But, yeah, I mean, still, I'm okay with the fact that I'm such an introvert and don't like people and being in the house anyway and being able to see it on, you know, my nice 50-inch in my room, like, that's good enough for me. I don't really need much more than that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm still excited for all of this new shit that I get to watch still in high def and everything that's, you know, coming later this year. No, I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm I'm, I'm with that, too, considering that, like, watching shit at the house has kind of become the new norm. But, man, being in the theater yesterday, though, <laughs> like, it was like, oh, God. When I walked in, and the popcorn fragrance uppercutted me in the nostrils, <laughs> nigga. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what this is like. You know what I'm saying? Could you, imagine, could you imagine not getting no top for a year, nigga? And then you get some, it's like, oh. Oh, that's what mouth sauce is like. I, I don't remember what that's like, but, but that's neither here nor there. But when <laughs> you, but when you do, <laughs> when you do get some extra slop on the side, you're gonna be like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, everybody needs to try their new virginity at least once. But it's neither here nor there. <laughs> Facts. Um, yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. Why the hell not? You, yeah, know what fuck it. you, you never know. That, that 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 way you can miss it and come back and be like, ah, but. <laughs> it also makes you very very picky about the idea of like when somebody's trying to give you less than what you're used to it's like nah I'm straight I'll wait yep don't okay. even need that don't need <laughs> like, that nah I'm okay like I need the sloppiest the <laughs> I need toppy. I need the sloppiest <laughs> <laughs> like, if that is not happening then yeah I'm I'm cool on you know your scrapey head ma'am right so. the scrapey <laughs> dry <laughs> <laughs> you got the cat tongue. I don't want that. Like so talking to to some of the some of the crew yesterday and and the thing was it was a I mean we we were basically like look bro like this was cool and we could we could do this for like the big releases that we actually give a shit about like renting the theater out didn't cost us much. Like Well yeah cuz everybody's in desperation mode. True. So would I do it again for sure depending on what the movie is. Like John Wick 4, hell yeah. Matrix 4, <laughs> like I want to say yes so bad, but when I think about it, I'm like, nah. Yeah. Them niggas lost my faith so bad with two and three that I don't know. But John Wick four definitely would do that shit. Godzilla vs Kong, I'd take a risk on it. I mean, like it's not gonna be a major L. Plus, it's the it's the experience and also being able to pick and choose who coming through the door and and have control of the situation from from capacity to to just who's coming in general, still being able to get the theatrical experience, still being able to get the snacks and shit, and being able to get the fuck out the house. Because, like, the crazy shit is, bro, like, we got to eat. There have definitely been, like, when I go to, whether it be all these days, wherever, when I go to that gas station, I am in closer proximity and interacting with more people than I did when I was at the theater yesterday. (laughs) I feel it. (laughs) <laughs> so it's like yeah i mean but like i said I, I guess i think that's cool and i know you know people naturally as humans that we are very much a social species in that way but i mean i guess i'm i'm very like i said anti at the same time so it's it's weird trying to split the difference on all that shit so i uh, only thing i could think of right offhand like i said other than godzilla versus Kong, because like obviously you want to see big shit Big, maybe fucking, you know, Black Widow whenever that comes out, because that would just only be 
I was thinking Not that and or the Eternals. I'm holding reservations on the Eternals until I see a trailer. Right, because it's the same shit. It's like I'm not pumped about nothing. I don't really know how that's going to pan out yet. But but yeah, you know, like I said, Black Widow. Just to not to break that tradition of having seen all the MCU movies in the theater, like yeah, I would still want to roll with that. But I, I feel you. I don't know. Okay, so so I mean, like, how many how many movies did you? I mean, ballpark, but like, how many movies did you actually watch last year? Do you do you got an idea? I have no fucking idea, and I don't think it was a lot because I mean, the only thing that I can think of shit in twenty twenty, I only made it to the theater to see. Shit, I feel like it was something maybe in early part, but other than that, I remember Bad Boys for Life was the last thing I saw in the theater. And then after that, between anything that came out on streaming services, what did I see that was like new? Shit, Extraction, Bill and Ted, was that uh, the old guard with Charlize Theron? Shit was fire. I can't even think of a lot of shit that came out because a lot of stuff that even dropped that people talked about, I still didn't even really take the time to watch like you'd have to refresh my memory on it, even what the fuck even came out yeah because i mean well i mean i i, I only asked that to ask you what would you say was your like top movies of the year of 2020 like even if it was like top three like what were the best shits that you saw shit i really i've watched more shows and shit throughout the course of the year that yeah i i don't know like we we'd really have to return to this as a real last topic like on, on unless you can think of something like i'd either have to really figure it out but like yeah top for 2020 like nothing even stands out to me like that nah the only things that stood out for me like i saw bad boys it was it was cool it was entertaining yeah it didn't like yeah, it didn't like fucking flip my socks inside out or nothing but it was cool best shits for me last year would have been the 40 year old version is high like top three that's easy for me invisible man was fucking great last year well i forgot that that counts so that would be one of those but you know i told you when i finally watched that and that was still just months ago so it wasn't even like when it first actually dropped early 2020 so yes that's that's up there that was definitely worth it yeah i mean shit extraction was good i felt like old guard were i felt like old guard and extraction were both good Especially for Netflix joints. Shit, same same applies to 40-year-old version. Anything Netflix original, their record is literally like for every nine pieces of trash they drop, they drop a banger on you. And I might be being generous with that. <laughs> like, and, and I'll say this about 40-year-old version. When you first you know, were seeing the trailer and you were talking about this, and I'm not going to lie, when I first saw the trailer, I thought it looked interesting, but I was like, yeah, I, I still don't know if I even really give a fuck about this and i mean you know no disrespect to rattle blank if you happen to listen to this for some odd reason right um, yeah we, we we love you fan no, of the uh, show i do fan of the show is joe button no <laughs> no you know what nope you know what we, we 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 spoke and and i love you and i and i reached out to you to give you praise so that's him so okay. yeah, rado we love you we love you so okay. but yeah so here's the thing so no i didn't give a fuck about it so it took me all those months to finally watch it. And when I started off, I was just like, man, I don't know if I'm in the mood for this shit. And I think I was even going to hit you up at first. It took a minute, like within the first five to 10 minutes where I was like, oh, this ain't quite what I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> and then I shut the fuck up. And I still only watched the first half of it during like my first session and then watched the other half. 
but it was way fucking better than I was giving it credit for because I just didn't think the trailer was selling me on the real material that she was providing for sure. of that story, and that's what it was. So, but I felt like she, I felt like she kind of wanted to let the story tell itself more so than well, the true. trailer. But I didn't really care about the the hook of the movie per se. It was just more about along the lines of when I'm thinking of all of the stuff that fills in those gaps between, you know, before you're getting to the point of her deciding to rap and things like that. I just thought all of that filler stuff in, in the story was just going to be not that interesting until I saw how her humor really worked. And it was like, all right, I fuck with this. This was, I felt like when I was watching that, I was like, Vig would love this shit. And then, and well, I just wanted I, you to watch it. Cause I, I felt like I was that. right. I took offense to that because of the fact, and I don't mean I took offense to you saying that I took offense to the point when I know you said that. And then when I was sitting there watching it, I was like, fuck this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's all I could think of was like, this motherfucker don't know me. Fuck this nigga. Like, all right, he right. Fuck him. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I'm I can saying. Like, I know my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this shit is amazing. I'm like, this is this is crazy. Like the parallel here is nuts. I'm like, I, th- I thought that you would enjoy that shit. Well, yeah. If I was if I was a woman and trying to rap, I guess that would have been the movie that I would have wrote. Like a motherfucker, bro. That shit was hilarious. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And then like, I mean. Vigatron, Rodimus Prime. It's like, bro, like, you just need to fucking DM DM her a fucking wedding ring. <laughs> just, just, just go ahead and propose. Why they get like it's crazy? Oh, I thought you was gonna say DM dick pics. I don't do that. No, let, no. let me stop. Let me stop. Rod. Well, no, Rod has got a six six humor, so she'll. If she happened to listen to this, she'll dig it. Fuck yeah, her. yeah. I, nah, I ain't. She a real nigga. I go, yeah, I ain't gonna censor myself. She fucking get it. You know I'm saying she's a she is both a queen and a real nigga at the same time. Right. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was my shit, bro. Old guard, I did not know what I was getting into. So going into it, I mean, I fuck with Charlize, so it was like cool. I fuck with Chewy Tell, so I was like, all right, lock me in for it, see what's going on, and and it was good. So that was that was cool for me for my for my like action fix for the year. Well, I'm looking through, you know, shit. And I forgot about Project Power was okay. Yeah, it happened. I was excited. I was excited to see see more Dominique Fishback. I, I was to keep it funky. So I, I, you know, I checked that shit out immediately. I like the premise. I feel like that was one of them shits that that if they if they follow up and they build on it, there's so much they can do with that shit. Just ain't no telling how it did and, and if it did well enough to warrant a sequel or a set of sequels. Right. So I guess we'll find out. I forgot fucking Spencer Confidential came out. Didn't see it. I I did watch that again. It's in that same line of all of these other Netflix movies. I was entertained. I didn't watch Spencer for Hire when I was a kid, per se. I mean, I remember my mother used to be um, not obsessed with the show, per se, but definitely all on this shit with Hawk. Because, I mean, I don't know if you knew, but that's basically what it is. It's a, a movie version retelling of those characters that basically were, you know, within the show Spencer for Hire. Because I think even... The characters themselves originated probably, from, I do believe, from another writer that had a series of books. So it was just like their their retread, their reboot of that. Okay. With, you know, Mark Wahlberg and basically with Winston Duke playing the Hawk character that uh, Avery Brooks used to play Man. on the show. So, gotcha. I mean, like I said, it was just, you know, typical action kind of crime drama kind of thing. Like I said, I definitely did not hate it in um, seeing that. Technically, for 2020, uh, even Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, I dug that as a retelling of the first Mortal Kombat, well, the first two Mortal Kombats for some 
anime shit, or the fact that it was animated and they actually took it there to make it a rated R movie, that was actually pretty good because it was very on brand for it actually being something that was very true to the characters and to the game. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in interested to see what they do with this live action joint this year. Yeah, I mean, again, I really I'm gonna watch it, but concrete. we still know that like video game movies have the worst fucking track record of all time. So I don't expect it to be great, but I'm hoping that finally they don't produce some trash. You know what? Fucking Sonic last year surprised the entire shit out of me because that first trailer was horrible with the initial design that they fucking put up for Sonic. And when they reverted it more back to the OG out the video game cartoon style and, and did that additional work on it, bro, I enjoyed that shit. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it yet either, but I mean, I've not really heard any out of all of the pundits that I normally watch that reviewed it. No one dogged it. Everybody said it was basically better than what they expected or it was like right on point for you know, what it was supposed to be and being entertaining and everything. But I, I heard no one actually say that it was trash. Right. So it, it gives me faith within that. Because the sequel is definitely coming. So we'll see how that goes. Because it made enough oh, money. Borat. Did not watch. You know what, man? Like, yeah. I, I, Sasha Baron Cohen does not move me. He's a goddamn international treasure. I well, feel especially it. him as Borat. I'll put it like that. Like, not overall. Like... He has his moments, but right. even with the first Borat and even with this one, my thing is, especially within acting, I always applaud him and I'm always in awe of those movies because it's so difficult and or he doesn't get the props that he does for being this character and not breaking character and still being able to do things that are not completely scripted and basically pull pull the ignorance and, and, and racism out of people in the most subtle ways of exposing them is what it is. And, you know, the second Borat, I was really not expecting, I was expecting it to be still same thing, to be on brand. I didn't know what I was going to do with the idea that they were introducing, you know, the fact that him having a daughter within this. But, yeah, the, um, the actress that played his daughter did just as well and being able to do all of this stuff without, like I said, without breaking character and dealing with these regular people and being these characters that they are, that's where the genius is and just the uncomfortableness of the shit that they put people through and all the things that they're exposing and let alone, like I said, nationally with, especially with us as Americans. But yeah, that shit was on point as well. It's one of those joints I'll fuck around and still watch, but it's, it's like some shit that I'm not like in a rush to, you know what I'm saying? Like there are certain shit that just, didn't make me flock to go see it. Like I woke up the morning of the release of Bill and Ted to immediately buy that shit and throw it on. Right. Purely based on nostalgia. <laughs> so it was like, yes, Bill and Ted me. Was I satisfied? No. Was I like blown away? No. Was I extremely disappointed? Nah. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? Extra middle of the road. Like, it happened. I can tell you for a fact, man, Mulan disappointed the shit out of me last year. I believe it, but, you know, y'all, y'all watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, look, but, but like, Mulan was, the original Mulan was fire. And the trailer looked good. And then it's Disney. 
and their live action shits. They've been mostly solid so far. Well, again, and like I said, for our listeners that don't really know our backgrounds, one thing I should say, and, and I have to always get this out of the way, I am not a animated Disney person. Even as a kid coming up, I didn't give a shit about any of those Disney animated movies. So there are a lot of them that I've never seen. And mainly I've never seen a lot of them or most of them because they are musicals because I absolutely do not like musicals. So I've never seen Milan, so I don't have any affinity for it. The only ones I've ever seen. I've seen Aladdin in the theater when it was free. I've seen probably parts enough of The Little Mermaid. But yes, I'm one of those people that has not ever seen The Lion King. Don't at me because I don't give a fuck. But yeah, I'm, I feel like that's worse than not having seen The Wire. <laughs> or, oh, see, I was about to, I was about to use a, a Wire reference, but it's like, nigga, you ain't even watch it. Bro, so I'm getting, that so is in, an international treasure. So in, in the in the vein in in the the quoting of fucking Clay, from, I think it's Clay Davis from The Wire. She. Anyway. So, Yo. 2020 was a, a long ass five years. So I just happened Facts. to realize that Harley Birds of Prey came out last year. And I'm yeah, like, oh, that yeah. happened. That's that right. Happened. I forgot I saw that shit too. Yeah, it, it just happened. It's amazing. So many things that came like, yeah, nigga, that, that's the longest five years ever. Um, the year of Wonder, Woman, Wonder Woman happened last year. Yep. Unfortunately. Like, yeah. That December, was bad. So, yes. I know a lot of you went around like just talking about how bad it was. Now, I'm not saying it was good by any means. I was entertained for as much as I expected it to. It was light enough for me to make it through the shit, but no, it's not good. I've had no desire to watch it again since then or whatever, but nope. yeah, it, it's just, it was structurally bad in so many ways, but yeah, I don't, you know, I don't feel like my eyes are burning when I'm trying to watch it. I just think it was just some cheesy shit that very much seemed like the eighties movie in the way that it was trying to emulate. And I guess having grown up with a lot of that, I can kind of excuse some of it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not really uh, pardoning it. But I wish I could think, because I think there's a lot of other stuff that I did watch in 2020 that actually wasn't really stuff from 2020. I think it was things that I had finally just decided to go ahead and watch, but I can't even really recall what those were. I think I did put some stuff to bed and started, you know, like I said, some shows that I didn't watch originally, but... Yeah, I just really didn't do a lot of focus on that. Like I said, fucking 2020 is the longest, weirdest ass five years ever. Basically. I, I mean, days. I'm trying to think. Or 66 days because of fucking leap year. <laughs> right. Literally worst year of all time. Add an extra day. <laughs> like, nigga. But there was, I'm trying to think. There was, uh, I don't know, man. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot, bro. Like, mostly everything else that I watched was was actually TV content. So I'm saying a lot of that. Series and shit. You know, Tiger King and shit like that. Yeah. And, you know, that was fucking nuts. That, that made the beginning of the fucking quarantine interesting as fuck. I'll tell you that much. Like, that shit was like, what the fuck? This is real people? <laughs> like, nigga, what is happening? Yeah, like a motherfucker. But, I mean, even still, I enjoyed Tiger King. I didn't. I didn't get overly obsessive about it because by the time that it was done and they started doing all the wrap-up shows, I was going to try to watch those. I watched some interviews with um, that David Spade did with some of the people. Yeah, me but too. But then the show 
you know, that Joe McHale was hosting on Netflix. Like, I, I didn't even want to go bother because I was Tiger King the fuck out by that point. Yeah. But, you know, social media just bringing it up so much and things. So, yeah, I, I love Hashtag it, free Joe Exotic. <laughs> I guess he's too gay to be released because Trump doesn't want to do. No, let me stop. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that type of thing. And, I mean, just the whole anticipation of thinking about shit like, you know, the Mandalorian coming and things like that. Like, that's the only thing that I really had so much time for to even think to anticipate since we weren't really waiting on any movies. Cause just like we kind of predicted when we talked before, you know, on the prior versions of the show that you'll never hear, we always talked about, you know, is such and such going to get released? And like, we kind of figured most of that shit, none of it got released. So it was like, other than things like new mutants, which I still haven't seen. So it was like, eh, yeah, I know. didn't, I mean, I, I didn't have any desire to see it. I was just surprised that it, that it actually finally made it out and to the theater of right. all the fucking places at the, at that time. Other than that, nah, I mean, dark Phoenix. I saw that. I saw that, that, that happened. Wasn't that 2019? Was it? Had to be. Who knows? I, just, I watched, I'm just saying, I watched it last year though. That's what I'm saying. I, fi- I, think, I finally uh, watched it last year. And was yeah. Like, I think oh, I okay. watched it last year too. Cause I mean, I definitely don't remember watching it for any other real reason. Yeah, it was 2019. I feel like, yeah, maybe I didn't see it until early 2020 for some reason. Because we didn't, I didn't go to the movies to see the shit. So, and yeah, and didn't, and didn't it, like, it flopped so hard that it was, like, barely in the theater at the time when it came out, I think? Yeah. Yeah, so, it, did, it did pretty bad. Yeah. We yeah. are finally done with the official run of the Fox X-Men universe. So all those properties are out of there with the exception of, of course, Deadpool, who was on the outskirts anyway for both of his fucking movies. So, you know, whatever. But we got him coming and still rated R, so that's lit. Yeah, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. You know what? Vig is also not a horror guy, and that's my shit. So when we go over... Those joints, I'll be the one covering shit like Saw, which I'm super fucking hyped for, even though I'm also kind of hesitant because I don't know what the hell Chris Rock got to do with his shit and what he brought to it. And just because Jordan Peele is a funny nigga who did well with his horror debut doesn't mean that Chris Rock is going to because he's a funny nigga. I don't get it, but I'm going to go because it's Saw and I've seen every single one of those movies the day they came out. And to be clear to the people that I have to make this this caveat, no, I'm not the horror guy. It's not that I don't see any. It's just that I'm generally not interested in most, especially if they're slasher-based. If it's a little bit more, if it's monster-based, I really give a fuck because I feel like horror with monsters and shit ride that fine line of science fiction, which is dope. Some paranormal stuff I do like, but I have to really be in a mood and like stuff like Saw, like I've seen, I think the first two Saw movies, but it's not anything that I want to come back to. And like definitely when you talk about the slasher area of the like the late 90s, early 2000s kind of shit, like I think I saw the first, I know what you did last summer. I knew that's what you were going to say. Yeah, but I mean, I, <laughs> I saw the first two screams at least that I can confirm, things like that. So it has to be like kind of meta shit like that. And it was even just like me seeing, you know, years ago when uh Cabin in the Woods came out. Then I went to go see that at the theater. That no shit less. was nuts. Right. But that's what I'm saying. So it's not like I won't because I fucking paid money to see Cabin in the Woods. And why? I don't exactly remember why. I think it, <laughs> it probably has something to do with the reviews and them basically saying 
you know, it was the people that made it. It was reviews, all of those things that probably made me go into it. But I saw it opening weekend. Like, I didn't even wait and hesitate. I saw it. But, yeah, if it's not something with a twist like that, if it's just, like, basically, you know, I don't know, you're indestructible man stabbing children at a, yeah. at a park. <laughs> and, that, and that's just like, yeah, we both, you know, you both heard us co-sign for fucking the Invisible Man, you know, from last year as well. See, that's another thing where it's like, you know, not that it's spoily for anyone, but I mean, Invisible Man was still, it's like a slasher flick, but it's still based in a scientific basis to the point where it's like, yeah, it's almost like science fiction, but it's still kind of like horror. That shit was dope as fuck. But, you it know. was actually it was actually more more seemingly possible than Hollow Man. Right. Yeah, definitely than 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 Hollow Man. And I mean and I actually didn't hate Hollow Man back me in the either, day. Me either, me either. But you know, like I said, it just really depends on what it is. But yeah, if you tell me that it's a new Halloween coming out or anything based on somebody running around with a knife and it's gonna no, stab no, no. and kill you, Walking I don't around with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, this is true. Because, yeah, neither him nor fucking Jason runs. Except in the last Friday the 13th, which was fucking trash that had Jared Padalecki from Supernatural in it. Bro, listen, the well, first I time when I saw that. Jason running at somebody with a machete, I was like, yo, cancel the movie. This shit sucks. I didn't even. In the trailer, fam, it was like, what? Jason ain't never done shit fast. Well, I mean, I'm trying to reestablish since that was basically a reboot of all things. But I mean, even still, like, so, like, history. So, as a kid, we rented all of those. I remember at the time when it was up to eight at that point. I had my mother rent all of them shits at some point. So, I saw everything, one through eight, at whatever point. I don't remember seeing whatever the ninth one was. I did kind of see Jason X, but that whole that formula of shit, so bad. it was just the whole thing of, like, it's the same shit again and again and again. Jason popping up. Walking slowly after you. I don't give a fuck. Now, I did enjoy the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I saw the first six of those. Love, Freddy. I didn't see the seventh one, and I didn't see the remake because I just stopped caring. But, yeah, I mean, I it, it's just all that stuff with the twist, especially by the time, like, when Nightmare 1 first came out, and it really was a little bit more horror. had a bit some campy shit in it. 2 was definitely still more horror, still a little bit more campy, a little bit different. But by the time that they hit with dream warriors and that shit started getting you know a little bit silly and had a lot more humor in it and i was definitely digging it at that point and of you know freddie and, and robert england really being able to bring freddie into being a real larger than life character and i was kind of on board for that shit but you know again when you kind of do the same formula again and again you kind of lose me after a while and i'm just like i'm out you know yeah bro i mean like the thing is the the slasher formulas from the like 70s into the 80s just don't work no more it's not interesting right somebody that you can stab and shoot and run over and all kind of shit and do all these things to that just keeps getting back up slowly walking around and just picking off everybody one by one who somehow some way knows where everybody is at and where everybody is going to like it's just it's just not fucking interesting because it's so over fucking done like there's no there's nothing fresh about it's like they they brought back for for the for halloween which they just called fucking halloween as if the first halloween wasn't called halloween it it brought back jamie lee curtis it canceled all the fucking movies after the first one for whatever reason, as if two wasn't good too, 
which it was, but they said, fuck it, cancel everything after the first one and make this the follow up, which was already weird. And it strictly worked on nostalgia and having Jamie Lee Curtis in it and still being able to give us a new story. But it's still the same thing. It's an old dude walking around with a knife, fucking stabbing people. And that's it's all right. But like everybody like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's only so many times that a dude can cut somebody's fucking body up and then peel their face off and put it on his face. It's it, it, it the 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 shock value was gone. The wow is gone. The surprise is not there. So that shit is not interesting. So horror is kind of at a disadvantage when you used to be able to just like it was like, oh, somebody's dying on camera. That used to be like a shocker. That's not a thing anymore. So you got to do something else. And then a property like a Nightmare on Elm Street, you got the you got the actual supernatural element of it, which can be explored and you can do shit with but like nobody's gonna do that shit like Wes Craven and it does not matter who the fuck you put under the burnt rubber skin if it's not Robert England I don't want to fucking see it it's not Freddy it's like I'm unfortunately in that generation that's probably gonna have to die uh, before you can put somebody else in that spot and you're gonna have to do something super creative to make Freddy work again because like of all the 80s slashers him and Chucky surprisingly are probably the only two that can work continuously moving forward because of Chucky being a thing that like with the new shit, like bring them bringing it into a, a technological thing and making it a, an, an actual animatronic robot doll. That's the type of shit we're moving into in the real world. That's malfunctioning or fucking goes wrong or the programming or the coding or something is that people are actually scared of that shit happening right now. You know how scared niggas are of, of the speaker in their house that they love ordering shit on? I was on? about to say, like, no, get the fuck out of here with everybody in their Alexas, and they love talking to these guys. They love robots. talking to it, but they all scared as shit that it's listening to them while they, you know what I'm saying? Because but you wanted it. Why you so scared? You put the shit sure. in the crib. But that's what I'm saying, though. So it's both sides of it. We're, we're welcoming that shit into our homes on a daily basis, but we're also paranoid about it at the same time. So thinking of any of those things being an actual threat to you, that works. So... Chucky can live on. You know what I'm saying? Like Jason, Leatherface, fucking Michael Myers, those things don't work no more. Like just a standard ass slasher, just I just be stabbing people. That shit not interesting. It's tough because that was the bread and butter of horror in the fucking 80s. Like, right. That was majority of what the shit was. It was either you had somebody stabbing people or you had a demonic possession. That was literally it. Well, uh, and zombies. And even that has gotten fucking played out. Killer tomatoes, nigga. Can't think of killer tomatoes. <laughs> you right. You right. You right. <laughs> you right. I and mean, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, too, when I think about this shit. Like I said, especially during the 80s as a kid, I really did have my mother rent a lot of that shit. And I don't know why. I think it was just like hearing about it and then just still getting them. But I don't really have an affinity for most of that shit anymore. It's weird because even just like with the Halloween movies, I may have seen one of them other than the fa- other than the one the Rob Zombie one that you forced me to watch. And <laughs> I can't think of too many other, you know, properties like that. Like, but I watched a lot of that stuff. Like back when the Toxic Avenger was, you know, still very, well, when it was new, when it was new, new, that kind of thing. Like all of that schlock stuff that was there. So like, you know, when you get to the point of where you have stuff like, that's more recently, like, like Lights Out. Like Lights Out was- Lights Out was right, not bad. Right, the premise of that, that's dope. Like, that's the kind of shit that I like fucking with. So, yeah, that's dope. Um, you get uh, whatever else. What's the other one with Old Boy that I can't even think of now? That it ain't so much a 
a horror flick, but it was just more suspenseful. You know what I'm talking about with the blind dude. Oh, uh, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, and I'm still finally, I was putting that on hold. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of the stuff that's like paranormal, I do kind of dig some of it because sometimes I'm in the mood to kind of be weirded out by some of that. But I think I also get a lot of that same feels and just watching like random YouTube videos about, you know, like strange events and shit that happen, you know, as long as the mood and the setting is right, that does the same thing too. But I, I just usually don't ever care about the protagonist and in the story of, of most so-called horror things or whatever, even though I've seen a lot of, um, I've watched like a lot of videos where it's like, you know, the best scares and all these horror movies that I've never seen. And it made me want to watch this. Shit. Like I've seen, you know, parts of the nun and, and shit like that. And, you know, some of the conjuring stuff where it's like, yo, that's dope. But I don't know that I'm sitting there for an hour and a half to make it through to just those good parts. Nah, I, I, I dig it. I dig it. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, man, like as much as I love the horror genre, because it was just like, I I came up with so much of it. I came up to so much of it, should I say? But it's like it's it's just that you know a lot of this shit just not scary no more. It's like not really good, and and I'm not enjoying it very often. Lights out was definitely one of the last times that I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. It was refreshing. It was like, yeah, all right, here's here, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got you got an element here that we haven't seen before with with this type of thing, and like Cabin in the Woods was another one of those things too. Uh, because as long as Cabin in the Woods has been out, I never saw it. I didn't. I didn't actually watch Cabin in the Woods until uh, I want to say November last year. Damn. Yeah, that was the first time. That I was does like, remind. Yeah, that's why I was like, something was making me feel like we've had this conversation before. You kept saying you hadn't even seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. Okay. It. I watched it and was like, yo, what the fuck so, is this? Okay, so he finally got one out of the way with his hey. wire watching ass. All right. Hey, listen. And, and you know what's crazy as fuck? Because I started Snowfall too. Because everybody kept on telling me about that shit. Yes. Like, all right, this this ain't bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this this ain't bad. It's Look. hard to jump on the hype train because niggas make you hate everything. Fam. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Like shit is aggressive. And I only started watching Snowfall because I was like, oh shit, niggas keep on talking about this shit. And I here I am with Hulu now. So right. you know what I'm saying? Which I've only had for like three months. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Started that shit because I I started watching Blackish. Cause I watched Black as fuck on Netflix. And I was like, all right, this ain't bad. And then I got to episode five and was just like, amazing. And then that made me say, all right, let me go see what else Kenya has done. And I went and cut on Blackish. And so you like, still hadn't even watched Blackish up until that point either? I started watching Blackish three weeks ago. God damn, bro. No bullshit. I'm not tripping. Now, mind I'm, you. I'm completely caught up, though. That's how, I, bro, like, I could not stop watching that shit. Well, no, I get it. And that's the whole thing. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to completely blame you in that sense that I did not watch Blackish probably for the first maybe season or two that it even existed. And then it took me, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the whole thing of me having Hulu was kind of because of that, because of those shows like Blackish and fucking Brooklyn Nine-Nine, all of that regular shit that I was watching, that's what came up. So when I started watching Blackish, I was really expecting something super corny. And it was like, yo, this ain't what I'm thinking it is. Right. And yeah, I've been watching it for years since then and tried to, you know, hit my mother to it and all kinds of shit like that. I tried to get her to watch uh, Black as Fuck, and she actually said she didn't like it. She she ain't make it pass. No, nah, it was episodes. okay. It was cool. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. It wasn't bad. Like I said, episode five is what made me, right when he had to do the panel and review the movie that was bad, and I was just determined to figure out what the fuck the movie was that they were bagging on right. the whole trip. Like, bro, what is it? And I, to this day, am still convinced that it's sorry to bother you. But... I probably I think so. I think it was sorry to bother you. But I feel like in 
one or two lines making reference to it. They threw little curveballs, trying to throw you off of it. Yeah. But too much of it sounded and felt like, sorry to bother you, too me. Right. And then having the director nigga look like Boots Rightly at the end was right. what sold it for me. I was like, oh, sealed. Lock yeah. it in. But that episode pushed me through the rest of it and then led me to say, all right, let me go check out Black. It's just because I got Hulu now and I'm and, and so I can watch it. Fuck it, it's there. So... Yeah, even with the the spinoff shows, like I started watching Grownish a couple of years ago, and I stopped. It wasn't bad. It's it's definitely different. It's yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's the in between of Blackish and Black as Fuck, where it's a little bit more hardcore. The, the language is a little bit harder. Yeah, and it's a little bit different. But I I just haven't gone back to really finish it out, and you know to keep up to date. I actually have been watching Mixedish. Mixed this is a lot lighter in that sense, but it's still enjoyable when I have it on and, you know, whatever. It's not like I got to see it, but it, it's fine. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I, I was just like, wait, it took me, you know, it took me two episodes to go, that's fucking Zach. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, like, it fucked me right. up. I'm like, oh, okay. But immediately the, and, and I don't, and I don't want to be that way at all because this shit really don't got nothing to do with race. It has right. to do with continuity sake. As fine as Tika Sumter is, yeah. Jesus Christ, seeing her on the screen, I was like, yes. But then I was like, it's no way she turns into that overweight, light skinned woman. Right. I mean, they kept none of that consistent because, yeah, that bothered me too. And I was just like, yeah, they it just, blew me, bro. I'm like, all right. Well, I guess they ain't really caring about sticking with that because I'm like, even me looking at Zach, I'm like, Zach's not going to turn into Bo Bridges, bro. No. <laughs> like, no. So I don't know. It was too jarring. I was like, ah. So I've watched like five episodes of it, but yeah. it's just five episodes in. I'm still like, man, she is not gonna become that old fat light skin lady. It's just well, not realistic. The funny thing about that though is that I still I usually just kind of ignore it realistically, only because of the fact that it just makes more sense to just be like, I'm just gonna treat this for what it is, and almost feel like they're retconning any episodes that her mother showed up in. And blackish. I just look at it more like that way. Low key. That's how it feels. Right. Because the character also doesn't feel like that's even right. You know what I'm saying? She's she doesn't way more she, hippie-ish on blackish than yeah. Yeah, on there. So yeah, it is what it is. She's strong, she's strong black woman in fucking mixedish. Yeah. She's definitely not that in fucking blackish at right. all. She's just there. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm a flower and all that shit. Right. It's like the fuck. <sighs> Yeah. It, it threw me off. It threw me off. But it's cool. And I am excited to see Oldish. Kind of. I'm hoping for the best. I'm just one of those people that I like the dynamic better. Like, I'll be honest. First of all, I liked it better in the first season or two where Jennifer Lewis was not around. Not that there's anything against Jennifer Lewis, but when her being kind of introduced in, and it's always that thing of her playing that grating ass mother-in-law kind of shit. I was like, they could have just done without this. I just like Lawrence Fishburne being there as pops. And then when they introduced her and just really had her in for real, I'm like, that's cool. But yeah, keep them separate. Don't make them get back together or nothing. And I like that they spent all those years without that shit happening. And then they went around and turned it. And it's like, I don't know how I feel about this. I really didn't like them getting back together. Me personally. I feel like I saw it coming. So I I was kind of like, I was just hoping they they kept consistent where they just didn't. And I was just like, yeah, do that. Do what we don't expect you to do and not do the formula. And just let them be 
separate and have their own lives as they already had because their love hate dynamic it was cool enough for me. That's all I feel. I feel it. This is the thing though. I don't think that even with them being married and and back together, rolling into their own show, I don't think that the love hate dynamic is going to go away. Which is, and 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 some of those moments are some of the funniest fucking moments with them two playing off each other. Admittedly, it still feels weird as fuck seeing Lawrence Fishburne just wide and old in the fucking head and face, balding and just pure gray. I guess. I mean, I don't really trip on that as much. I only trip on the fact of like when you, of just the reality of like the differences between them in real life is what actually fucks with me more. Like Lawrence Fishburne is only nine years older than Anthony Anderson. And Jennifer Lewis is only like four years older than Lawrence Fishburne. And bro. Yeah. Cause Anthony Anderson is fucking 50. Yeah. And, and Lawrence Fishburne, I do believe is just going to be turning 60 this year. Yeah. That's nuts. And, and, and it ain't even just that it's like, granted 20 years is not a long time, but I guess in human time it is. Right. But it's like thinking just 20 years ago, I was sitting down watching the matrix and Lawrence Fishburne was still in shape intentionally bald for the role of fucking Morpheus and fucking doing karate standing next to Keanu Reeves who still looks damn near the same age with a beard right (laughs) seeing what happened to like the two of them over 20 years is like what the fuck did you do I guess like I said I think some I think to a certain degree taking the hair off makes the difference that you looking at Morpheus versus you know a late 30s Lawrence Fishburne versus, you know, late 50s Lawrence Fishburne. I think it's really the hair that really makes the difference. Outside of, like, you know, obviously you're going to be a little, you're, most people will be a little bit more out of shape, that kind of thing. But like I said, I, I've seen him fluctuate on that show as well. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Actually, so, recent, in the most recent shit, he's like slimmed down a lot. Right. And I think it's probably because it w- I would assume it would be for The Matrix, right? I assume the same thing. But he also, but he said uh, in an interview recently that he wasn't invited back. That's what I thought because I I was watching something else and I know they were talking about sequels that they were kind of iffy about coming out this year and they had him in the thumbnail and I was like, is he not going to be in the Matrix? And it's like, well, if he's not, that's that's pretty damn dumb. Like maybe he probably couldn't fit it in schedule wise, especially if they're doing the show and whatever else he had going on. But that's got to be the weirdest shit that if you coming back with Neo and Trinity who are dead, but not coming back with somebody like Morpheus who was alive, like, that's making me really not want to fuck with that movie that much more. Yeah, I mean, we don't know anything about the story as of right now either, so I'm confused. I think I ain't know nothing about the story from the second one. So I guess it don't even fucking matter. Y'all, you right. Like I said, I'm gonna go see it. I, I can't act like I'm hype for it because the last two sucked. Oh, so definitely. And I went on a date to see Revolutions and I was mad. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been too. I would have been too. Not even going to lie to you. Just super random. I don't know why my brain went here at all, but I want a new Edgar Wright movie. I feel like we're overdue. I guess. I mean, I, I would probably say structurally, I am an Edgar Wright fan only in the sense that there isn't too much of anything he's done that I don't like, but I've never really craved his films per se. He just does what he does and it's like, Okay, I see it, and I'm like, oh, okay, I dig that. But I'm not going to act like I'm usually anticipating him. Like, I don't anticipate him the way I anticipate Tarantino. 
I dig it. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, like Tarantino, I be with it, but it's not until like I hear about it. Oh, a Tarantino joint is coming. Like, all right, cool. Let's fuck around. I don't be out here looking for for Edgar Wright either. But some of my favorite movies in the past, you know, 10, 15 years are Edgar Wright movies. So, like, Shaun of the Dead is my shit, though. Hot Fuzz and World's End, you know, not bad, but not great. Like, whatever, they were there. But Shaun of the Dead is fucking phenomenal. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is probably in my top three most watched movies of all time. And it still gets better and funnier every time I see that shit. And Baby Driver is fucking phenomenal. It was one of the best movies that year. Baby Driver is cool. I don't have a problem with it. I don't really think I've watched it more than the one time that I saw it. Scott Pilgrim, I watch, I'm not going to say a lot, a lot, but I watch it enough. It's in like multiple times a year. It's probably on, whether in the background or whatever. It's definitely worth it. Main thing that I remember about World's End, I didn't love. I barely remember Hot Fuzz. And I actually saw Shaun of the Dead in the theater. I remember me and the homie Task went to go see that and Team America World Police that same day. Like, we went back to back. So one of them had their premiere that weekend, if not both of them. But, yeah, we did, like, a double feature in watching them shits. And I definitely love Shaun of the Dead, but I think I definitely read something about the hype of it and how it was getting promoted that made me even bother to go see it because I definitely wasn't just checking for it. It was more like right. people were talking. It was like, yeah, you know, this new movie, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, all right, fuck it. Let me go see what this is about. But, I mean, I definitely went to the movies that weekend more for Team America because, goddamn, I remember being in tears within that first fucking 10 minutes of that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's here nor America! Fuck, fuck yeah! yeah. Like, nigga, what? Right. Like I said, that theme song alone I was in fucking tears and out of breath when that shit kicked and in. You're like that I'm was like, that was definitely one of the movies that was low key, like with puppets, at the forefront of the super dumb ass comedy shit that then translated into live action films. I feel like the shit that they were doing, the stunt type shit, the music choices, like shit like that. I feel like that shit low key birthed like. Fucking like Talladega Nights, uh, Hot Rod, those types of shits, like Step Brothers. I feel like that, I feel like that vein of comedy low key pulled up after that. Maybe I, I, I don't have a leg to stand on with that one, so I'll just have to take because I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to think of what there was that was like that before that, and it makes me think of like. The, the bullshit song at like the end of Step Brothers and shit. <laughs> the, the fucking Catalina wine mixer and shit. And then I'm thinking about lick my butt and suck on my balls. Like shit like that. Like just the, the, the craziness of that shit. Like we weren't getting that type of shit that we were seeing with those fucking puppets in live action. And then all of a sudden we had a bunch of movies where motherfuckers was doing absurd ass shit. Like Hot Rod, the, the stunts and shit he was doing. And <laughs> riding around on that dumbass fucking motorbike and, and doing the silly shit and the nigga busting people in the face with the flyers and hitting the that shit all felt like that could have been those puppets like a motherfucker to me. And I'm literally thinking about that shit just right now as we're sitting here. And yeah, I guess I have to really give that kind of a review because I'm just thinking more. I'm going to as well. I mean, I'm just I'm thinking about what 
Will Ferrell was doing prior to that. Because that was like, what, 2005, I think, when those came out. So I know he definitely had Old School was out by that point and a couple other things he may have done. I'm just thinking of where his humor was at that point. It wasn't what he ended up becoming, especially doing a lot of that shit with uh, Adam McKay, most all of those Adam McKay movies. Right. So I don't know. That it's almost like a chicken or the egg situation where I can't really pinpoint that right, right. Now. So something I'm gonna look you know. into. Something I'm gonna look into. Just just on the strength. And then and then I'll 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 come back on the next episode with with something on that shit. Okay. Let's go with letting the people know about you by you choosing three to five of your favorite movies all time. All time. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna act people because we're talking about this shit and it's funny because I already have a uh like a top 36 movies or some shit yeah, exactly. for a list for whatever. So, you know, we can do this, but yeah, we talked about this is this, this is one of those things we could do, especially in dialogue with the people. So once we do these kinds of things, you know, you can always hit us up and give us your opinion and things like that. And let us know how you feel about some of the same shit, but I'm going to pull up from my list here. So you said, you said about five of them. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, yeah, I'm really going to pick on some of importance first. So I'm going to say number one. They're not really in order, but I'm just going to say number one. Purple Rain. Purple Rain was probably the first movie that, number one, me as a avid Prince fan now and since I was a kid, it was the first movie that I saw multiple times in the theater because I went three times during the course of that summer when it came out. And then... The next year, by the time it hit cable or so, I remember being obsessed with trying to watch that shit every time it was on. And I remember even at that time, probably within the first couple of years, I had counted like I had seen it like 17 times or some shit. So let alone 30 plus years later, I don't know how many times I've seen it. But yeah, Purple Rain is definitely one of those I've seen the fucking most and know so much of the uh, dialogue. So you choose Prince over Mike. The people, the people have to know. Oh, without question. Okay, cool. Shut it out real that. quick. Sidebar for another uh, room that we do. We do like on Clubhouse. We do fantasy versus battles. I may need to consult with you about the the inevitable Prince versus Michael Jackson battle as to putting together the playlist. Here, here's my thing. Yeah, you could consult with me on that, but you know, in this sidebar, I will tell you this: when you are talking about in basis of popularity and how someone would look at it that way. I'm not going to say on a head-to-head, hit-to-hit kind of thing that Prince is going to be Michael Jackson based on that basic popularity and basic love of some things. Right. But I have my own reasonings behind overlooking all of that because... Same here. So it's it's one of those things of like, yeah, I've, I've seen like even when they were doing this before Versus became a thing and I remember somebody made a meme and they had a whole like checkoff list and I remember going through the shit and there was plenty of things that I had Mike beating Prince on because especially if you're talking singles, there's a lot of shit that Prince has as singles. And I'm like, yeah, this is trash or I don't even like it like that. Like as a Prince fan, I don't like the song Purple Rain. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not even one of those niggas. So it's not even like, yeah, Purple Rain's on the radio. and You pump. No, I don't give a fuck. Like turn the channel. Don't care about that. So it's definitely one of those things of like between the two. There's a lot of Mike stuff that I like, especially when he was under Quincy Jones. But then I think once he really started solidifying a certain sound and just had people really enabling him with some of that sound is where he definitely lost me. Like after that shit, because like off the wall thriller, absolutely. And then it's spotty as fuck after that. 
I feel it. But Prince, Prince definitively had a run for me between, even though I didn't become a fan until 84, but everything that he dropped between 82 and 89, 90, I would say is, is fucking flawless to some degree for me, mainly because of the fact that he shows a different kind of musical maturity than Michael Jackson's music did. Like he has certain things that are certain sounds, but Prince has albums that sound nothing like the previous album before it, especially during that run in the eighties. He continually did something different every time out, but that's neither here nor there. So yeah, that that definitely will be a topic of discussion between, you know, what you're doing on clubhouse and even kind of bringing that back here. Maybe we do some more uh, music related shit. That'll be no, 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 for sure. Like I said, look, look, I, we've had the conversation in the rooms, and I told him, "Hey, listen, if we talking hits and and hits for hits singles and all that shit, like that's cool. Your nostalgia is going to tell you that Mike wins, but right, who's actually better? Like <laughs> who's actually the better musician here, and 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 more and more responsible for for what they created and put out? It's Prince, absolutely, definitely. But, yeah, we'll." Uh be able to get into that my second choice back to the movies i'm gonna go a little bit um out of my list here i'm gonna go somewhat not really i'm not gonna go with some of the most popular shit but like i said shit that does make an effect or had a big appeal to me in some way next i'll say peewee's big adventure okay it's definitely one of those things of something that i've watched a great deal of saw in the theater and i just really feel like me not recognizing at the time as a kid, but, you know, fully understanding after the fact of, of fucking Tim Burton's genius and his visual aesthetic and him working with Danny Elfman on, you know, the scores and shit for his movies, he definitely created an aesthetic and that shit was dope as fuck to me. And, and Pee Wee's Big Adventure was so subtly fucking funny in so many ways and so more adult than you know a lot of people thought it was and this was still before peewee's playoffs because that's what blew him up to get peewee's playoffs but peewee the character was never some shit that was really for kids per se but yeah that that shit's definitely one of my tops that i can always pop that on next i will pick because i also want to get people hip to shit that maybe they haven't heard i'm going to do something a little bit more overground pulp fiction is definitely one of my tops Period. Like I said, is me really being into Tarantino, especially Tarantino as a writer, because it's something about his dialogue that just really fucking works for me in all of his movies that he can have a scene set up of not much going on. But it's just the dialogue between those actors and those actors that he may pick for that shit that just makes that shit work. But, you know, Pulp Fiction, another one of those things I saw opening weekend having only seen the trailer for that shit on off of the, it was the videotape that I rented of when the crow came out. And since it was a Miramax movie and I remember seeing that shit and I thought it was going to be a comedy. And I remember I was like, damn, this looks interesting. So when that shit came out, I made sure that I went to go see that and completely fucked my world up. And I've been, you know, on Tarantino shit for the longest. Next I'm thinking, Fuck it. As far as this shit that I was just always watching had effect, I'm going to go with Tron. Now, I'll, I'll go with another kid movie for me. Tron, I was obsessed with. When that shit came out in 82, I didn't get a chance to see it. And then it took until years after when we were, you know, renting shit from the video store that I finally got to see it. And I can't tell you how many times I rented that fucking tape 
especially back in the days when you had those tapes and then at the end, like even after the movie ended and they had all these like little trailers for all this other Disney shit that I used to watch those tapes like from front to fucking back because I had nothing else to do. We didn't have cable back then, none of that shit. So it was like you spending the whole weekend watching the same fucking tape over and over again. I mean, visually, obviously it's a game changer with them using computer graphics and mixing in with the uh, photography and the way that they did when the lighting and all that shit, and, you know, like definitely something very special at the time, but it ain't even the greatest movie, you know, quality wise, but I mean, it definitely fucked my world up as far as, you know, still lasting to me. And it's something that I always still watch on a regular yearly, if anything else. And then for my last one, I'm going to pick black dynamite. That's what I'm gonna go with. Black okay. Dynamite, this motherfucker. Okay. There are very few movies that I have definitive memories of seeing in the theater where I just remember a good fucking time was had. And I remember Black Dynamite, especially because it came out by October 2009, but I remember a whole year plus before that, I started seeing uh, trailers for it. I don't even think the movie was done yet because they had like this bullshit trailer that they kind of put to when I guess he was trying to fund it still. And... I remember they had this red band trailer of it, and I was like, my God, that shit just seems funny as fuck. And even when watching the trailer, I didn't even recognize a bunch of the people that were in it as being them because they did the grade of film to be like the 70s shit. So I didn't recognize fucking Arsenio, and I didn't recognize Tommy Davison or Cedric Yarbrough, none of that shit. And like, and seeing this, like, but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs in the community. Like, <laughs> that, like that subtle shit fucked me up. And I'm like, yo, I got to check this out. So it actually premiered. They had it at the Cedar Lee Theater. And it was some special last night that they did it. It was limited. We went to go see that shit. I remember, like, me, a girl at the time, Tut was there, a bunch of other people we knew. We sitting in that one of them small ass theaters in the Cedar Lee. And I remember just being in tears that whole way through, like from the beginning of that shit, when it was like, you're going to know the hell is coming. And this nigga doing pushups over fucking these broads. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Like that fucking shit alone. I was like, I'm hooked. And that shit just kept going and ramping up. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Like this was the best fucking idea. I'm glad I told all these people to come out to see this shit. For sure. But Black yeah. Dynamite, goddamn. Black Dynamite. Nigga Michael Jai. And unfortunately, he's never been able to recreate that magic. No. Nah. Since then. He he was on some shit on Netflix last year that was awful, my nigga. What, Undercover Brother 2? Because that shit was god awful. Nah, it was awfuler than that, bro. Wow. It was bad. His Undercover Brother 2 was fucking ass, but he was. You know what they keep doing sequels for? What's that? They are going straight to fucking video. Tales from the Hood. Yeah, I can believe that. I think I've seen a couple they, of those they, they did one with Keith David and well, two now. They brought him back. I think they okay. brought him back for the third one, too. Okay, that makes sense. So I bought like one Keith David in the second one that shouldn't yeah. have happened to. Yeah, facts. Facts. I don't know why, but that's happening for whatever reason. What are you doing? Okay. I guess I will try to genre jump a little bit with mine because fuck it. So we're going to start this off in the horror department and with, with, with zombies in... And a fire recent joint with Train to Busan. That is my shit. And if you have not seen it, you are indeed fucking up. Because that shit is fuego. And truly watch it to the end. Because, man, when I tell you the tension in that last scene of Train to Busan. (laughs) Just know that the tension is there. Okay? Okay, I'm fucking up. For sure. Yes. Great. You know what I'm saying? Action. 
I will go action, and I will go with The Raid 2, because as much as I love John Wick and Extraction and Old Guard and all the other cool shit that we didn't got in all the 90s joints, listen, the fighting in this shit is fucking incredible. It's the hand-to-hand combat, the weaponized combat, just... This, the story is nuts, so, I mean, of course, it helps It helps to have seen one, but you don't have to have seen one. Because I actually saw two first, and then went back and saw one because I was like, what the fuck? Bro, I, I cannot describe, and this is the thing, it's, it's, it's foreign language. I mean, I, I have a copy of it where it's English dubbed, but I remember going to see it. Actually, I went and saw it with Will. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the theater with him, and there were maybe two other people in there. Bitch was empty as fuck. But it made for one of the best experiences because the way that the action happens in the movie and builds up so aggressive in the last couple of scenes of that shit, we were the four of us who don't know each other in that bitch standing up with each other shouting at the fucking screen in that bitch, bro. It was like the old spice dude <laughs> was in there hyping us up, bro. It was like, ah, yes. Fight, nigga, fight, sock him out, look out for the blades. Like it was bro, it was wow. so crazy to stand up and scream at the fucking screen was was nuts, bro. It actually happened. And we were just in there, it was like, bro, did you see that shit? We are best friends now. It was it was like that, bro. Like I ain't know this dude, but it was just like, Did you see it? You I saw it too. It, we, it's us. We friends. And he was never heard from again. <laughs> Facts. Next I would say Goodfellas, which took me a while. To see, <laughs> I want to say I was I was in my I was in my like late twenties and and finally saw that shit and was like what? Yeah. So, Goodfellas is my shit. Long ass fucking movie that's just just great. And I don't really think I have to even explain that so much. The people should just know. And if you don't, <laughs> you're just listening to us via audio. You could you could turn this off. You know when it's done and. And, and just go watch it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just and, and get yourself together. Yeah, Scorsese definitely had a run. That was definitely one of his better ones. I, I did see it probably about the year or so after it came out on video. But, yeah, it's definitely one of my tops. It's even in my top list of these 36 here. Yeah, Goodfellas is definitely. Yeah, that thing, that thing is in there. It's a pretty crucial piece. I'm actually going to go into my childhood because this one fucked me up. I debated really hard about putting a Who Framed Roger Rabbit in here, but I have instead decided to go with Cool World. Yeah, these things are yeah these things are relative like a motherfucker. This is where the twelve years kicks in because I'm like Cool World, like eh, I, I I barely remember it, and especially the fact that obviously I was a bit older, haven't seen that because that's what you were like childhood and I'm like Cool World, what the fuck? But anyway, go on, go on. Cool World fucked me up. Did you see uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw. It. Right when it hit video. I feel like that was a banger, you know what I'm saying, for 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 what it was at that time with that. It wasn't bad for me, but I mean, yeah, I don't have the fondest of memories of it, but yeah, I, I watched it. I feel like Cool World was a little bit more adult. Right. Considering that one of the main things was old girl who like ran Cool World was trying to get into the real world, and in order to do that, she had to smash a real person. And that was nuts. And... Especially as a kid, the curves that they drew on this cartoon chick right. was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I had a little roll of nickels in my, in my <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Hey man, what is happening here with Holly B. Wood?" Hey yo, Brad Pitt, 
smash her <laughs> like smash her now bro you can't get cartoon herpes <laughs> like go ahead and do that like that was crazy and, and it's just one of them shits that just stuck with a nigga like into adulthood because i feel like that was the first time i saw brad pitt as i think about it that or interview with the vampire one of the two which is also my shit i debated putting that on here but i'm not because i'm gonna wrap it up I, i'll go into comedy and i will go with zach and miri make a porno that is my shit and and on some of our you know obviously our defunct versions of this you brought that up before too and i've always been I don't know how to take that only because of the fact that it's not that I don't like the movie, but it's definitely not one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. And especially me being a bigger Kevin Smith fan, at least for his first six or seven movies. Yeah, Zach and Mary is is good, but I don't know. I I just I didn't love it, but I just really haven't taken the time to watch it a lot more after that. But yeah, bro, definitely gets the cosign. Makes me laugh so hard, bro. Like Craig Robinson was great in that shit. Like when they were having a whole ass conversation in the coffee shop and there's a customer standing there and he's just waiting and waiting and waiting. And he finally says to Craig Robinson, can I get a coffee black? <laughs> and, he said, <laughs> yeah. and he turned around. <laughs> Bro, listen, that shit is just great, man. Like, yeah. That shit was just great, bro. Like, there are so many fucking moments in that shit. Like, uh, when Jason Mewes told him that his name was Lester the Molester Cockenschnuff, and they were like, that's a great porn name. He was like, I get a porn name? <laughs> like, nigga, <laughs> so... <laughs> like, there's so many moments where they, when, they, when they were coming up with the fucking fake porno names, Star Wars, Revenge of the Shit, the all-anal final chapter. It was just like, come on, man. Like fucking return of the brown eye <laughs> like that shit was so immature but it was right. so funny man to think that it was like everybody wants to watch somebody fucking especially when it's somebody that you know it makes so much sense let's make money off that shit Facts. it was funny like i i enjoyed the hell out of that shit elizabeth banks was good in that shit seth rogan was good in that shit craig robinson was great in that shit you know what i'm saying the the owner of the of the, of the fucking Bean and gone, man, it was fucking hilarious. But I tell you, like that shit was just great, bro. So that's my shit, man. I would throw that out there. Go check that out, man. You know what I'm saying? Is it? Can't you see we talking white? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking great, dog. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I, I is there anything else that we should talk to the people about before we get up out this thing? Nah, not this time. We, you know, they can get more later. I mean, you know, we've already been going quite a minute. As as I knew we would, because we'd be in this bitch talking and all over the fucking place, and I knew we That's would what be we do. going for a minute. So probably say, you know, maybe next pod we'll be, you know, bringing up some retro gaming type shit we may talk about, things like that. But, yeah, nothing I can think of that we need to really cover at this juncture. Like, hopefully, you know, you've all enjoyed yourself on this little ride of nostalgia and, and shit talking. And like I said, maybe you want to hear more of this at a later yes. point from us. There will also be video content coming from us. Movie reviews, you'll get reactions. We'll have TV reviews and reactions as well. So those things will be coming up on the YouTubes. You will be able to see those things very, very soon. Actually, by the time you are getting this audio fed into your ear portals, that is already in the works and may already be available. So we'll make sure that you are updated. But I'm letting y'all know right now, 
The very first review that you will see from us will be for Judas and the Black Messiah, which is available. You should go check that out because why the hell not? And uh, otherwise, if you want to contact us, make sure you do so by reaching out to the gang at blurredsandclips at gmail.com. Blurredsandclips at gmail.com make sure y'all send that stuff over to us that's how you get in touch with us of course you can follow us everywhere follow your boy at bka watts follow my man at vigatron 999 v-i-g-a-t-r-o-n 999 google me yes and the bka is not burger king applicant it is not brooklyn ass watts it is not just bk it is definitely not becca Coming live at you from the Mecca, which was recently added to the fucking list, apparently. It is better known as, because you niggas don't know my first name. So, as always, I am Watts. My man Vig is right here next to me. As always, the Blurs and Clips crew is up out this thing. Fucks with your boys. We get money. And if you ain't fucking with us. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. <laughs> so, it's not going to be BK all day, Watts? I promise it's not. Okay. (laughs) I promise it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man. Signing up out this day, man. One more time. Blurs and clips for Pro 3 ENT. We appreciate y'all.